um, I just really want to bless today, bless um, the word that you're bringing today, um, and I just really pray that we'll have open hearts um, and eager ears to um, hear what um, you have to bring us today, God. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. So today I'm talking about what it means to listen to God. Um, and if you're writing notes, which you should be, looking at everyone that isn't writing notes, is called The Buck Stops With Him. The Buck, B-U-C-K, Stops With Him. So I'm kind of going to be going like three stages slash steps of how we listen to God. Um, And I do want to start off by saying that I'm not going to tell you how to listen to God because everyone's individually um, gifted in in how they listen, whether it's through prayer, through worship, through other people or whatever. So I'm going to more talk about the essentials spiritually more than practically. And so three points that are essential to being able to follow what he's calling us to do. Step one, I'm going to get everyone to say step one. Step one one is go to God. Nice. So Hebrews chapter 4 verses 14 to 16, it says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. There is nothing worse. Well, there is some things worse, but for the most part, there's not a lot of things worse than you when you're in pain. Or like when you're struggling with something, an issue, and you go to someone and you're like, hey, this is what I'm going through. Please help me. And they're like, I actually don't know how to help you. I'm so sorry. Like, I just want some comforting. Just give me a hug or something. But they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Right? Like, that, that's terrible when something's happened and you're like. And I kind of think that that's how God was for the Old Testament, some of the New Testament, right? He was He was a person that, majority of people would go to being like, hey, I need help, but he wasn't really accessible, right? He, he wasn't someone that was able to kind of empathize, um, which is the ability to understand and share feelings of another. And I'm not saying that God doesn't have empathy. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, because like God is compassionate and, and everything. Um, but in the Old Testament, he didn't have to deal with the temptations that we faced, right? That's, that's what it said, right? He didn't have to go through this pain and he, he didn't have to go through this suffering. So he sent Jesus, right? Right, that's, that's the whole pur- purpose of Jesus is so that, that he could be among us, understand what we're going through, and then free us, right? And Easter's coming up and, and Lee's going to be doing this series on Jesus' life and that's going to be great. So you'll you learn more about that. I don't need to talk about it. Um, Right, And so, so now, Jesus died on the cross, he did his whole thing, now God knows exactly what we're going through, and then after in the passage it then says, let us then approach God's throne, after it. And I think there's, there's a massive difference between talking to God and coming to God, or approaching God. 
right? When we're talking to God, it's like, like when you just have a coffee with a friend or, or catch up, like a pastoral care thing. It's like, how you going? How's life? What's the best thing? How's school? How's uni? How's work? Just, just a nice catch up, nice light, lighthearted, and, and it can get deep. I'm not saying it can't, right? It could get very emotional, but that, that's not the intent, right? You're there to just catch up, get to know each other. When we're coming to God, we're approaching God. That's when we come to him because we need him, right? We need that guidance. We need, we need that help. We need the deep chat. We need some breakthrough. And even in those situations, we, we still want to like listen to him and have that back and forth. But with each of those, we, we kind of have a set idea of what we kind of want to get out of it. Right, we, we don't go into the lighthearted chats where we're just praying to God, like, God, thank you for my family, thank you for this, that, this. We're not, we're not expe- expecting that breakthrough. We're not coming in with that, I want to be close to you, I've got things wrong, please help me, please, please, please. And so, next verse, we've got Hebrews 11, verse 6. It says, And without faith it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now, we're going we're gonna to bring it back to the pictures from before. You don't need to show them, Caleb. But, okay, you can show them anyway. Gorilla, Infiniwar, Hexagon, Cuttlefish, Kirks, Pseudo. The thing that is actually in common in, with these is actually, well... A majority of you actually got it right, and it's, it's nothing. There's nothing that's actually common with them. Um, I was just playing with you guys. Um, <laughs> no, but, right, you see, when, when we go into something expecting a certain outcome, you guys expected there to be something common with all those pictures. There wasn't, because that's kind of what the world told you, Right? And so when we come into a situation or when we come talking to God, expecting a certain outcome, we're often disappointed because we we were expecting something else. We were expecting just to have a chat with God and then we want breakthrough, but we're not willing to put in the conversation to have breakthrough. And so we, we need to seek God and we need to not rely on our own thoughts, our own knowledge. Because time and time again, God's proven that we know absolutely nothing. Right? That's, that's the point of the Bible is that, sure, it's the, the answer book to life, but there's still so much that we don't know about the Bible and about that time. And that's because God's the one that needs to know it. If we knew everything, we wouldn't be here. We don't need to be here. We can go do other things and evangelize. We don't need to seek God's word because we already know it. There's always more to learn. And so when we come into chats with God in our prayer and worship and we're just expecting, oh, I'm just going to sing the song, I'm going to praise God, whatever, we're not going to get anything out of it. And so we need to go to him. We need to go to God. And so step two, everyone say step two. Step two, free your faith. Another verse coming up, Mark chapter 12, verse 41 to 44. I'm all about those verses today. Jesus sat down 
opposite the place where the offerings were put, and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins with only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything all she had to live on. Right? These wealthy people that were putting in buckets and buckets, pounds and pounds and of gold, they weren't listening to God, right? They, they, were, they were kind of just doing their own thing, being like, yes, I'm serving the God because look how much I'm putting in. But that was wrong. I'm, I'm not saying that putting in a, load, a lot of money to the tithes or offerings is bad. Please do it. We appreciate it. But they, they were coming from a place of, I have to do this, so I'm going to put in the bare minimum. Whereas this lady gave all she had. And although she gave it out of her poverty, right, it was only a few cents, it was still everything that she had. And so to these people, she couldn't afford to give anything. But for her, she could afford the world because she gave up that. And so we need to free our faith. Right? Even though it seemed like she gave up her living, she didn't give it up, but she gave it to God. Right? She gave control. She said, take all I have, maybe very, very little, but everything, and then I will put my life in your control and you will give me your blessing, which then leads into step three. So that's it's a, a bit of a shorter one because it's just faith. Faith is a big part, but step three. Everyone say step three. Not good enough. Step three. What you go after is what you get. Right? There's, there's, there's a lot of power in waiting for God. I love waiting for God. It's one of my favorite pastimes, just sitting in my room, just being like, God, what do you want me to do? Just sit in my room for like 20 minutes, just being like, yep. Just wait for God to answer. No, he didn't answer. That's right. Right, there's a lot of power in doing it right. But if we, if we just sit twiddling our thumbs just because we're like, ah, I don't. Like, he'll, he'll call me when he needs me. Wrong. Right, being, being able to be still and letting him guide you is great. It's so powerful. But he calls us to be proactive. He calls us to be disciples. And yes, there are the moments where we need to step back and be like, God, I just need you to fill me with your presence. But you need to go after God. You need to go after serving. You can't just sit in your room all day, right? The amount of times we see Jesus by himself is only when he's filling himself with the Holy Spirit. We don't see him just by himself just because he can be. We only see him by himself intentionally and so he calls us to be proactive right go do something um i've actually i don't know if any of you guys have watched it but it's a show called daredevil so it's a marvel show um it's a bit dark at times i wouldn't necessarily recommend it but it's about this blind guy who got like his senses heightened 
pretty cool idea. But I, that, that kind of got, got me thinking about like actual blind people and like how they can't see. I know that, that sounds very redundant, like, yes, blind people can't see. But have you ever, like, thought about, like, if you lost your vision right now, how much life would suck? Like, I, I genuinely, like, I close my eyes and I'm like, I, I don't want to move. I don't know where to go. I don't feel like I don't know where the chairs are. I don't even know. Like, I, like I, how hard would that be? And, like, Obviously, they have guide dogs. They have people to help them. That must be terrifying. But even though they can't see the world, even though they can't see what they're going to do, even though they can't see where they're going, whether they're going to fall over or not, they still go places. They don't just sit in their room and just wait and listen. They don't... They don't just be like, all right, who's going to feed me? Who's going who's gonna to go bring me to the shower? Like, they, they don't just do that. They, they go do it themselves, right? Even though it's scary and they don't know where anything is. And, like, how terrifying would it be to put your, like, life in a dog's hands? I know if I put my life in my dog's hands, I would be dead. <laughs> like... I've got three, and all of them put together, I still would not would not survive. And I think when, when we look at God, it's kind of a very similar thing of us being blind and having a guide dog, right? Like, it, it seems like a dog shouldn't know where the shops are. How does the dog know where the shops are? How does God know where we're going next? because he's eternal. He knows where everything is. He's, he's, he's been training like dogs all their lives to be able to lead blind people. That's the point of him. Right, the, the walls of Jericho. Um, it says right before the passage starts of the walls of Jericho. I don't have a slide for this. Sorry, Caleb. It says, neither, he replied, but as a commander of the army of the Lord, I have come. Then Joseph, just oh, Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, what message does my Lord have for his servant? Before the whole wall of Jericho thing happened, Joshua, in this little bit, before the, the chapter even starts, he's, he's ready. He's showing that he's ready to give everything to God, and that's exactly what he gets. After seven days of doing laps around a wall, a lot of laps, I wouldn't be able to do that. He did it, right, through God's strength because he started off by saying, God, I give everything to you. What do you want me to do? And then he went and did it. He didn't just stand in front of the wall screaming and playing trumpets. He marched around the wall, right? He gave everything and he got everything. What you go after is what you get, right? Don't stay idle, in your church, in your world, in your family, in your friends. Don't stay idle and sit and, and pray to God and be like, hey, please help this person. Please, please guide my church. Please guide me. Do something about it. Because if, if God was just going to do everything himself, let's just all go to heaven. Right? He doesn't need us, but he wants us to be a part of his journey. 
And so don't just stay idle. Don't just say, I believe in God. Believe in his actions and make them your own. Right, so, so no matter what God tells you, whether he tells you to continue on your path, whether he tells you to go on a different path, whether he, he stays silent, whatever the outcome is, you shouldn't be expecting a certain outcome. I know for me personally that um, I, was, uh, I, was, I was going somewhere, but it, like, it, was, it wasn't a bad path, but it also wasn't God's path, and I never heard God say a no. And so I was like, great, let's just keep going and keep going and keep going until one day God was like, what are you doing? I never told you to do this. And I was like, you didn't say no. What do you mean you didn't tell me to do this? But that's because the outcome I was looking for was the outcome that I wanted. I wanted to keep going and going and going. And I was only asking God because I wanted to feel all right about going, but I wasn't asking him because I actually wanted to know the answer. Right? And so we have to move side by side with God. If I go this way, God should be coming this way too. If I go this way, God should be going this way too. If I go this way and he's still there, gone the wrong way. Right? So we need to move with God. Right? And I'm going to get the band to come up um, now-ish. Whatever you want. It's up to you, really. Now-ish. Right, so the three stages, steps to listening to God. Right, the three essential things to be able to follow what he's calling us to do. Step one. Step one. Go to God. Right, you aren't able to see what he sees, so go to him for guidance. Step two. Through your faith, don't just believe that he can, don't, sorry, don't just believe that he can, but believe that he will. Step three. Right, don't just be faithful, but be obedient. Take each step forward, hand in hand, with God. And so we're going to sing Waymaker right now. Is that correct? Glad I got that one right. And I want you to specifically um, touch on to the free your faith. Because he is our waymaker. He's our miracle worker. Right? We don't do things in our own strength. We need to go to him. And so in this song... I just want you to step back and listen to God, right? This is the moment where you guys can sit still and wait for God to answer. And so I'm just going to quickly pray. And I want you guys to really, really listen for God. And if he doesn't say anything, that's okay. All in God's time. But if he does say something, if you hear just the slightest word from God, I don't want you to just listen to it and understand it. I want you to go and do it and have faith that he just can't can, but he will. And so God, for everyone in this room right now, 
I just pray an obedience and an open heart to you. And I pray that whatever troubles that they're going through, whatever answers that they're searching for, that you will just give it to them right now, God. And I pray that you will give them the wisdom, the courage, and the strength to push through and to follow through with your plan, God. And I want to thank you so much that you are willing to be a part of this journey and to walk alongside us. And even when we get off track, that you are still waiting for us to come back to you, God.